Hi, you're listening to the Go Time Podcast with Impact Church in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and I'm Pastor Brandon. Go Time stands for Global Outreach Time, where we share about the amazing things that God is doing through Impact Church in our neighborhoods, Northern Virginia, and the nations. To get involved or find out more information, check out our website at impactfxbg.church. Thanks for listening. enter what we call now our go time, uh, which is really just a part of our worship. It's not a separate part, but we do this every week. And uh, you might be uh, new to Impact Church. This might be, well, we're all pretty new to Impact Church. Uh, We're just less than two years old as a church, but um, you might be, uh, this might be your first time and it might, things might already feel a little bit different for you. You're like, oh, this this has been a little bit different. Um, and I want you to know that that's probably on purpose. Like um, we are trying our best to start a new church that follows God's design from the book of Acts and from the New Testament. Um, we're trying our hardest to do that. Not perfectly, but we're trying. And uh, we, we want things to look more like the Bible than they do um, our culture or even our preferences. And so one of the ways that we do that is we have what's called our go time, which is where we talk about what God's doing through Impact Church in our neighborhoods, Northern Virginia, and the nations. And I'm really excited today because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So excited uh, that Wes was supposed to come up and do this. And I, last night I was like, Wes, no, I got to do it. Like, uh, I've, you've got to let me do this this morning. I'm so excited uh, to get an opportunity to, uh, to get to do our go time this morning. And, and one of those reasons is because uh, we are, uh, sell- one thing that may be a little weird about our church, um, maybe even more weird than different, is that one of the things we celebrate here at Impact Church is we celebrate empty seats. And uh, for a lot, most churches, uh, they would get together and they would uh, be upset over empty seats and maybe even a little obsessed over the empty seats. But let me tell you why at Impact Church, we celebrate empty seats. Um, the, there's really two reasons. Number one, those empty seats represent uh, people who are not here yet. People who we have started this church so that they can hear the glorious good news of the gospel, that Jesus Christ has died for their sins and risen from the dead, and they can believe and trust in the Lord Jesus. And so these empty seats, every Sunday we come in, they remind us that there is still work to be done in our city, um, that the gospel still is good news uh, for the hundreds of thousands within driving distance of this church. Um, And so, so those empty chairs, so we celebrate empty seats for that reason. It reminds us that our mission is fresh. We still got work to do. And the second reason we celebrate empty seats is because they remind us and represent people that we have sent out of our church. Um, Not kicked out, all right, um, but sent out. Not split from our church, but sent from our church. Um, See, we believe the gospel is so glorious that it is worthy for us to leave our lives behind and go to places where the gospel is not as proclaimed or present and go make the gospel proclaimed and present there. And so today we are celebrating four empty seats, which I noticed you guys left this front row empty this week. So that's really good because it was going to be awkward because I was going to use these four seats. I was going to have to kick somebody out. But thank you guys so much for not sitting on the front row this morning. Uh, That was so good. I really appreciate it. Anyway, so these four seats represent four of our friends that um, have been sent out and are uh, got on a plane yesterday afternoon and at midnight this morning uh, finally landed in Medford, Oregon. And so you can see our Oregon Go team right there. Let's give them uh, some praise. It's so cool. And uh, 
And so, man, they, they, uh, they've landed. They're there. Uh, hopefully, let's see, by now, well, hopefully they're still resting a little bit. Uh, but getting ready to worship with one of our church plant partners there. And this week, they are going to be um, just really serving uh, one of our partners there. They are a church plant, but they share such a similar vision to us in uh, making disciples and multiplying disciples and multiplying churches and raising up leaders to do that. And, uh, and so our hearts are just connected. They're just doing it on the West Coast, whereas we're here on the East Coast. And, um, and so it's just really cool. Uh, th- this team is going to be working really hard this week and getting a chance to spread the gospel. They're going to interact with a totally different culture. Like, I mean, imagine they, they did almost six hours worth of, of plane rides yesterday uh, just to get to the other side of our country. Like, you know, you might be able to get to some parts of Europe faster uh, than the other side. So, so they're, they're spent, they're tired. They left behind jobs and family and um, all sorts of stuff to go spend a week seeking the Lord in the northwest part of our country. And so, um, I don't know if you know this or not, but they really need the gospel there um, uh, big time. And so, uh, so that is uh, Lexi and Katie and Franklin and Tyler. And, uh, and they are um, in Medford, Oregon, representing us. So here's what I say. Um, we didn't send them out. They're not the ones that are just going. They are representing us as a church going. So we are, we are all playing a part in this, okay? Missions like going on, we call them go trips. They, they, go trips are not just for a select few who have the flexibility in their schedules to do that. These guys didn't have the flexibility. They literally had to take off jobs and work and do all of this stuff. Um, not only that, though, is they represent us because we are all called to go. So whether that's we uh, participate by praying for them or financially giving to them and, um, or, and, and, or maybe some of us going or when they come back, encouraging them and getting coffee with them and listening to their stories and helping them process what they've seen God do um, in that part of the country. So anyway, so they're just representing our church as a whole as they go over. So I just wanted to take a moment and pray over them. Um, and this is only 50% of our go time today. All right, so I'm so excited. But I just wanted to just take a minute Let's celebrate some empty seats today. Let's celebrate those who have been sent out with the good news of the gospel. Um, let's pray over them today. And uh, oh, and I wanted us to celebrate too um, that by the time they got on the plane yesterday, they were fully funded as a mission team. Like, how amazing is that? And you go, okay, yeah, big deal. But no, they, they raised um, $6,500 in two weeks to go on, like that's how quickly this trip came together and things happened. And so, man, we just praise God and thank you for your generosity and making it possible for them to go. And now they're not thinking while they're over there, oh, I still have to raise money or when I get back, I still got to pay this trip off when I come back. Like you've just taken that off the table and they get to serve the Lord Jesus with freedom. Isn't that so cool? All right, let's, let's pray for them. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you so much uh, for our Oregon Go team. Lord, we just pray. I bet they're tired. They were traveling all day yesterday, flying across the country. Lord, I just pray you would give them rest, supernatural rest. God, I pray it'd be some of the best rest they've had. And Lord, I just pray that uh, today they would be energized by what you're doing, that they would enjoy worshiping with new saints, new brothers and sisters from across the country. Lord, I pray you would open their spiritual eyes and 
spiritual ears to see and hear things as you would, Lord, and give them endurance, give them perseverance, um, help them to endure through trials, remove the evil one from them, bless everywhere their feet walk. Lord, may they be bold to share the gospel and not be ashamed of the good news of Jesus. May lives be changed and entire legacies of families be changed as a result of the gospel being spread in this part of our country, Lord, and do a mighty work through them and bring them back to us safely next week, uh, next weekend, Lord. We love you so much, and it's in Jesus' Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Hey, I told you that was 50%. We got one more thing I want us to talk about today in our go time. And so I'm going to invite Rihanna uh, to come and join me uh, down here. And oh, oh, you even got backup, man. This is so cool. Yeah, you're hiding in the tech booth today. Let's give Rihanna a hand. Thank her for joining us today. Have a seat, man. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That was a that was a whole thing. Well, we've gotten real particular about the stools we sit on oh, yeah. since some of my incidents. I, I, I understand. So, yeah. um, <laughs> hey, um, I'm really excited about this because uh, what we want to talk about today, something kind of new for our church. Now, the topic is not new. We've been talking about it really since we started this church, but um, we've got a really exciting opportunity. And so, um, so I'm just going to kind of share the opportunity that we have, and then Rihanna, I'll ask you a couple of questions about what it entails and some of the logistics. But um, So one of the things you guys may remember is over the last couple of years, we started this church with one of our core visions and values being a, to want to be a multi-ethnic church. So what that means is that we are a church made up of many different ethnicities, cultures, and that not one culture gets favoritism or preference, but that we all work together because the main vision of our church is not a culture or a preference or an ethnicity, but it is the Lord Jesus. And so we all like lay those aside so that we can worship Jesus uh, together. And it's really a beautiful picture of heaven. And so God started giving us opportunities. Like Ray and I remember one time about a year and a half ago, we started praying that we could help do something with the refugees. And then within two weeks, you were like at Quantico military base. That's amazing, that really right? Happened. Yeah, it really happened. It's crazy. And then things have just started spiraling. And, and then before we knew it, like people in our church started helping with refugee mm -hmm. ministry and um, helping with, with some of the, the people here from different countries, keeping children, uh, teaching English, things like that. And so uh, one thing for our church, we're like, man, this really fits the vision. And here's what I believe. We will not become a multi-ethnic church by saying we want to be a multi-ethnic church, okay? If we hang a big banner outside or we put on our website we're a multi-ethnic church, that does not make us a multi-ethnic church, okay? What makes us a multi-ethnic church is living multi-ethnic lives, okay? Is when our dinner tables look multi-ethnic, when our living rooms look multi-ethnic, the people we are having coffee with during the week um, are different from us, have different cultures than us and different preferences than us. That's biblical community, okay? And so we thought one of the best ways to do that is through like an ESL ministry. And so we are um, hoping in the coming weeks and months that God might use our church to, to help uh, throw some gasoline on the fire of, of ESL ministry that's already happening within our city. But we need more. Like, and we don't just need another church to help with ESL ministry. We need like 25 more churches to be helping with ESL ministry. The need is great. And so, uh, so we thought we would do that. But Rihanna, yeah. before we just jump in and start doing it, some training might help. 
Yeah, training would be very beneficial. <laughs> As a teacher who had six languages in my classroom and one student that didn't speak English at all, Whoa. training is very important. Whoa. And no, you just got done a year teaching third grade. Yes, third grade. And you had how many languages in your classroom? I had six languages. I had 16 students that spoke a different language and 13 that were being serviced in ESOL or ESL. Wow. That's one classroom. Yeah. I had that's not the kids. third grade. Okay. That's that's Rihanna's classroom. Yeah. Oh wow, Rihanna, that's I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm gonna have to process process. It was a lot. And it yeah. wasn't just like Hispanic languages. I had like Vietnamese students and Russian students yeah. and Hispanic students and students that spoke Dari and then students that spoke Farsi and students that had different kind of Spanish is so like Ecuadorian Spanish and El Salvadorian Spanish yeah. and you're like hi yeah that's right I'm from Mississippi <laughs> I'm from Mississippi yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the funniest part was they're like what language are you speaking I'm like I'm attempting to speak English I promise <laughs> that's right that's right well Rihanna um we want to do we want to train people well because this is a big deal we're talking about um not just teaching ESL so that we can, it's not a hook, it's not a gotcha, mm -hmm. we're not trying to manipulate anyone. We believe that the gospel is best mm -hmm. served when we are loving our neighbor as we love ourselves, and we are sharing the gospel with them. Absolutely. Like we believe those two things go in tandem, they're not battling each other. So we want to meet a real need in our community while at the same time using it to be able to build ongoing relationships that lead to ongoing discipleship. Yeah. Um, so Rihanna, tell us a little bit about this training that we yes. have coming up. Okay, I need you to get your calendars out. July 21st and 22nd, so the evening should be the Friday. It'll be 5.30 to 8.30-ish, and then Saturday, it'll be 8.30 until we get done, which will probably be around 4.35. So it's 12 hours of training, which seems like a lot, and it kind of is, but training is <laughs> very important. So in this training, we're going to be learning what is ESL. A lot of people are like, ESL, ESOL, what is this? English as a second language. Oh, that's good. Just English as a second language, ESL, it's a mouthful. So... In this training, we're going to be learning pronunciation, culture, how to say things, how to teach, because teaching is different when you teach ESL. Mm -hmm. It's just very different. Mm -hmm. Very, very different. And you're going to be learning about culture, not necessarily your culture, but theirs, and how to transition in the culture, because culture is a big thing. Even if you're from Mississippi and you moved to Virginia, <laughs> and you're like, hi, why are we taking our shoes off when you walk into the door? This is weird. Yeah, they don't do that in Mississippi. They don't do that in Mississippi. Which is weird because there's like more mud in Mississippi right. than any other state so in like, the country. So like culture is important even if you're just from Virginia. <laughs> even if you're just from Virginia, it's important. Um, and then with speaking and pronunciating and all of these things, you're like, okay, cool. What can we learn in 12 hours? Hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. There's lots of things that you didn't think about when you're like, okay, we're just speaking English, the alphabet. That's not how you do it. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> That's not how it works. So if you're interested or curious or like, okay, what is this? We'd love to have you. It is kind of, there is a fee to it, but that's for the materials that you're going to get because you're going to need materials because it's training. That's right, yeah. And you're going to want to look back at this stuff because there's going to be some things that you didn't write down. You're like, I would have been important. <laughs> so it's $25 per person unless you're a couple or a twofer, as I like to call it, and then it's $40. There is a website. I'm not sure if we have it up, but if not, you will get it this week. Um, the deadline to sign up is next Monday, July 17th at midnight. So if you sign up tomorrow, you don't have to worry about missing the deadline. Cool? 
That sounds right. I mean, yeah. That's I was doing I was the saying. math in my head. I was like, yeah, no, that's true. You have a whole week. Yeah. You'll get an email from the Southern Baptist, what is it, SBCV. Yeah. Um, I just forget what they are. But the SBCV, you'll get um, a questionnaire kind of that you have to fill out, which is just kind of like, hi, what, what does this look like for you? You'll get all the information. Question is, where are we having this thing? Because we're not in this building next week, right? Uh, and next week, but not for the 21st right. and that's 22nd. No, we won't be here. So we're not going to be here. We're going to be at Foundation Church on Princess Anne Street. There is a parking lot behind Foundation. Mm-hmm. It's like you turn it Castiglia's, and there's a back entrance. That's how I get in because I don't like the other way. Um, I love that Castiglia's is your landmark. I don't do streets. Yeah. I do I do landmarks. Yeah, it's that's Castiglia's. A, that's a good landmark. You yeah. turn in front of Castiglia's, and it's on the left, and there's this massive parking lot. You don't have to park on the road. I don't park on the road. You don't have to park on the road. They don't parallel park in Mississippi. No, they don't. I know how to park in a pasture. Yeah, <laughs> a pasture, not pastor. Not pastor. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting. But the... yes, so there's a parking lot. Um, if you have questions, please find me. I'd love to answer all of them. I'm That's super awesome. excited. Rihanna, oh, y'all oh, go ahead. One more thing. Yeah. Lunch on Saturday, we've got it, and there'll be snacks. So don't worry. Oh, lunch and snacks. And snacks. I'm there. Cool. I've already been trained, but I'm there. See. Lunch and snacks. Um, Rihanna, thank you so much for putting this together for us. Like she's organized this and put it together and helped help to make it happen. And we're so grateful. Um, I just want to uh, let you know a couple of other things. So this actually does certify you mm-hmm. through our network. Through mm-hmm. so Impact Church part of a network called Sin Network and the North American Mission Board. And uh, you will get as uh, that's why it's 12 hours because you have to have 12 hours of training for the certification. So you will receive official certification uh, to be able to teach ESL. And don't worry, we're not just gonna do that 12 hours and say, good luck, Um, it's a fire hose. So there'll be ongoing training and helping. Here's here's my goal, I wanna throw this out because I no doubt there's people going, well, that sounds really good, but I don't think that's for me. Um, Let me just encourage you. Um, my, My goal, my prayer is that every single person at Impact Church is certified to teach ESL. Okay, and you go well. I'm not. T- I'm not a teacher. All right. Yeah, but uh, can you build relationships yeah. with people? Can you love people? Could you step into a classroom and just be there, available? Because ESL is not just about standing in front of people teaching. A lot of it's just like this, Absolutely. and sitting down with someone and trying to help them get it. And so yep. I just want to encourage you. Like that's our goal. So I don't want you to disqualify yourself because it doesn't sound good to you. I want you to know we are a church on a mission. All right, and this is not just. This is, when we do this, it's not going to be just for one people group. It's not going to be just for people who speak Farsi or like this is going to be for all nations. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I just want to encourage you guys, like, please don't write it off. Um, we did this at our last church plant and we had, I don't know, the first training we did, we had about 25 people get trained. We averaged about 50 people on a Sunday morning. And so that's half of our Sunday morning yeah. attendance was certified in ESL. And because of that, not all of them taught weekly. But because of that, they were, we were able to send them to Athens, Greece to do ESL programs. When we, Every mission trip we went to, we were able to offer ESL programs because we had certified teachers that were able to do that. Like, like we were able to do so much more than just a weekly class because we had so many in our church that were certified and, and trained. So just want to encourage you guys with that. If you guys have questions, talk to Rihanna, and you can go to sbcv.org ESL. So there's your website right there, and you can go ahead and register. Um, I will say we do have to have at least five people register in order for them to send the trainers. So they're sending trainers from a different part of the state uh, that are going to come in and certify us and and do all of this. And so to make it kind of 
uh, worthwhile of their time, we got to have five people that are registered and signed up to do that, all right? So, uh, yeah, um, if you have questions, talk to Rihanna. Rihanna, I'm going to put you on the spot. Would you just mind praying over this opportunity? All right, let's do it. Hey, Pastor Brandon here again. Thanks for listening to our Go Time podcast. Here's what I want to invite you to do. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube at ImpactFXBG or our website, ImpactFXBG.Church. If something we talked about sparked an interest in you, we would love to hear from you. You can email hello at ImpactFXBG.Church. Until next time, let's keep living the dream.